Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's time now to go beyond the headlines. And for the next two hours, go where every sports fan wants to go. Behind the scenes and into the practice facilities, locker rooms, coaches' offices, and press boxes to get the info before anyone else. This is the ESPN 1320 Insiders. All right, hear me out. I'm listening, Kyle. I know the Wizards stink, okay? They're, they're very, very bad. At basketball. And they even got pretty good games out of their two guys last night with Jordan Poole and, and Kyle Kuzma. But uh, they stink. They're really bad. Kings win 143-131. Putting together the last couple of nights, and we'll we'll learn more about this over the next three games with, with Boston, Phoenix, and, and Minnesota. But I think we're seeing a maximized version of the Kings. And I think we saw a maximized version of it last night. And that's not to say that this is what we're going to see the rest of the year and they're going to win 60 games. But when Monty McNair put this team together and he had a vision for what this team could look like, I think it looked a lot like what we saw last night against Washington. I would agree. I would agree. And I I think that they aren't quite firing on all cylinders, but they're super close. Well, and that's a that's a great point because you look at a max max version of the Kings is Malik Monk also adding twenty and Kevin Herter shooting better than whatever he was one for yeah, four from Kevin, three. Uh, Kevin Herter with fifteen, but on like five of of eight from three. Or right, something. right. So yeah, that's yeah. the max. But but realistically, in the NBA, you're not going to get that on a night to night basis. Yeah, and and you're going to get it a couple times a year where just everybody on your team is just on. Yeah, and I think we've seen it over the last couple of days. We've seen games where it feels as close as possible. Well, last night, the, in, we we all know this in the NBA. It's all about your stars. How Do you have the best player on the court in a given night? Like That's sometimes what it comes down to. We can talk X's, O's, defensive rating, offensive rating, net rating, whatever. Some, sometimes it's just like, dude, how are your dudes better than their dudes? Yeah. And... For the Kings, last night, it's 25 for Keegan on 17 shots. It's 28 for Domas on 16 shots. It's 30 for De'Aaron on 19 shots. If that's what they're going to do, if that's what their their big three, quote-unquote, is going to do on a night-in, night-out basis, now I care less about what Harrison Barnes is or is not doing. Now I care less that Kevin Herter's out there getting his cardio in. Now I care less that Malik Monk had 10 points off the bench. It, this is... this ne- th- this is exciting. And I know it's the Wizards, and I'm not saying this is what it's going to look like game in and game out. Yeah. But the fact that we saw it last night, it's like, that's it. That That's that's the game. I, I would agree. I'd also say that the Jazz aren't very good. The, the fact that you've got a couple of games in a yeah, row against, against suspect bad teams. Um, Kyle, I, I've said this a couple of times, and I, I don't think people, they think I make excuses for Harrison Barnes. But at the end of the day, Harrison Barnes is, number one, he's a victim to two things here. He's a victim to being the fifth option, and there's nothing he can do about that. He's the fifth option, and if he's not the fifth option, it's Kevin Herter, and he's the fourth option. The first three options are very clear. It's De'Aaron Fox, it's Demonis Sabonis, it's Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray is all of a sudden up to 16 points Mm -hmm. per game. So this is the other thing I'm going to say about Harrison, though. It's that if the other players around him are better— he will look better mm-hmm. because he won't be asked to do as much. And right now he's not being asked to do as much. Mm-hmm. If this is a maximized Keegan Murray and we keep seeing him grow and get better and better and better, mm-hmm. 
Harrison Barnes, what he does doesn't matter. As long as he is solid at every aspect of the game for 30 minutes, he doesn't have to be spectacular in any one thing. If he's hitting his three-point shots, he's not fouling people. He's doing his best to like hold down his position. That's how this team is built, and mm-hmm. it's built to have your stars. And, and your fourth option on this team, it's not Keegan Murray. It's I mean, it's not uh, Harrison Barnes. It's not Kevin Herter. It's Malik Monk. Correct. And so, like, these are the, this is how a team gets built and a really good team. This is a really good team. Yeah. They're yeah. very, very good. And when you look at teams that have a, a reliable top three, all of a sudden, now you're filling in like fringes. Now you're filling in specific roles. Mm-hmm. It's not, hey, Keegan Murray's up and down. They need more out of Harrison Barnes until he figures it out. Like, nah, man, they're like, they're, they're here. So, yeah. li- like you said, we, we will, get to see more from from this team over the next three games because you're going to get Boston. That's the maybe the best team in the NBA. Yeah. And then you're going to get Phoenix, who has the the only super team left, quote-unquote super team. I guess. That construct of a team that feels like such an outdated word. I know we've talked about this before. Yeah, I think... But the idea of a super team feels so old. We've renamed them. <laughs> we've renamed them the shorthanded Phoenix Suns. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's their the, name. The right. shorthanded Phoenix Night Suns. in and night out, you don't know what version of them you're going to get. Yeah. But good team when they're playing well. Yeah. And then and then you're going to have Minnesota, who's the top team in the West. And I yeah. think... Is it Minnesota you get on a back-to-back? Yeah, uh, it's Friday against Phoenix, Saturday, <laughs> second night of a back-to-back. But look, you have to break through. You have to figure 100%. out the back-to-back situation. I agree. Yeah, I think the Kings need to win two out of three. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. It, it to and and that's kind of the point for for me is, man, if you're getting offensively what they got last night in terms of contributions and and shot distribution, and don't get it twisted. There's going to be some nights where Domas doesn't have 28. Domas has 16. Yeah. But hey, maybe you're getting 20 from Malik, and that's that's exciting that's the kind of team that now all of a sudden you're going yeah any any chance you get to get better you want to take it but now it's not like hey they need a pascal siakam hey they need an og and an ob maybe 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 a trade they make is is on the fringes and just strengthening their bench or maybe as a is a top eight rotation guy in the playoffs but this version of the kings that we've saw that we've seen the last couple of nights is one that, dude, that's a team that that can win in April and May. Yeah, I'm still going to say that they're one big piece away. They're one, like, swapping out one of their top six for a better top six is where they are. But that's from contending. And I, I don't mean contending for the West. I mean contending for a title. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Like, you can say, okay, there's a way yeah, no, in that's which... Fair. Okay. There's a way in which they get through the Western Conference Finals because of injury or whatever. There's a way they get through... An NBA Finals because of injury or something, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like if this team wants to be a team like say the San Francisco 49ers, where they're now such an odds-on favorite to win everything, mm-hmm. in order to get to that level, they need one more, one more yeah. swap out. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I guess, and we we will talk about this a little bit later on. We didn't even talk about Zach Levine yesterday, uh, so we'll touch on that, and we'll also touch on some other some other trade stuff because. I'm starting to rethink this year's trade deadline for for me. Okay. Like because and, and we've talked about this it feels like ad nauseum. I I you say swap out a top 6 guy for a better top 6 guy. I wonder kind of what that looks like. Mm. So, we can we can dig into that a little later. You mentioned the 49ers. They got some big time help last night. While the Kings were wiping the floor with the with the Washington Wizards. 143 points is so many points. In regulation. That's a lot of damn points. And I know we've gotten so used to offense in the NBA, but we need to... 143 points is so many. And they weren't even close to the high last night. I I, I don't think. I, I think what... Really? Uh, didn't the Clippers, like, like, club just beat down the Indiana Pacers? The Clippers, yeah, beat the Pacers 151-127. Okay, so 151 in regulation. Golly. Yeah, that's the league. That's the league right now. Atlanta 130, Detroit 130, 124. Detroit's now lost what 23 in a row. Yeah, they're Oof. they found uh they've mastered the art of losing. They're really good at it. They are very they're excellent. 
I saw the best at something. I saw Pistons fans celebrating last night because they were like, that's a great loss. They scored 40 in the fourth quarter. Oof. Scored 72 second half points. The, hey, the Kings gave up 75 last night in the in the second half. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's... They may have scored 76, though. That, they scored 77. Okay. Gave up 75. They won a half where they gave up 75. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> No, uh, but if Kyle Kuzma is going to make shots like he did last night and Jordan Poole is going to go 8 of was he 8 of 13 from 3. Yeah, like, he, eh, he tip, couldn't miss. But yeah. did did you see his Olay play? Oh my gosh. I watched it in real time. I'm like I'm sitting next to Sean Cunningham. I'm like, "Holy cow. He just bowed out in the middle of a play. De'Aaron Fox running like not even like sprinting at him." He just got out of the Wants way. Nothing to do. Just, he literally hands up like, "Oh, you go ahead and go by now." And it's not like he's playing with five fouls. <laughs> no, no, he did have two fouls early though. He, right. He's an embarrassment, man. He like, is. I don't know what to he say. Is but, wild. Yeah. I don't. I don't. You keep shooting those threes and acting like you're doing something. That's he fun. Is, he is the funniest player in the league. Yeah. He's so good. So funny. Embarrassment. Embarrassment. Um, I said the 49ers got some help last night. They did. Seattle beat Philadelphia 20 to 17. <laughs> the the Eagles punt with like a minute 43 left. And I'm going they've got Drew Locke doing this no chance. And he made like four throws on that drive that were just cash money, including the touchdown to Jackson Smith and Jigba. The throw was sick. And then the 30 yard the one that got him down like to the 30 Oh, the DK, DK Metcalf Oof. on the right sideline. That's just a dime. But every other throw he made on that drive was, there were multiple points where I was like, okay, they're done. Oh, like yeah. they can't, like what, that was a throw to nobody. It was that was a throw nothing. into coverage. <laughs> that was, was that a throw to the second row? That guy was open. It was just, it was, it was really bad. And then he comes up with a, with a touchdown throw to Jackson Smith and Jigba in the final minute to uh, complete a 20 to 17 comeback. That is huge for the 49ers with Philly and Dallas both losing. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we will talk about exactly what that means because, believe it or not, the 49ers can clinch the number one seed next week. Oof. Like On Monday night, they will have a chance to clinch the number one seed. That's wild. We'll tell you about that scenario next. We'll tell you about other 49ers clinching scenarios next because it is much closer now than it felt coming into the weekend. Uh, we've also got to give away a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate so many players of the game that we could choose from, but we had to whittle it down to one. We'll tell you who it was. Coming up next, your $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate and 49ers clinching scenarios on the Insiders. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube. Hanging out with you till noon on ESPN 1320. You're listening to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Hey, happy Tuesday, everybody. Vibes are high this week. It's spirit day at the station. Oh, it's yeah. flannel day. They it's wanted me to wear flannel. I don't wear flannel. I don't have flannel. How do you not? You own a PBR trucker hat and I, you don't have a flannel? I don't. I don't have flannel at all. What? No. I, I don't. At, oh, I don't. What? My wife I, has. Stop. Like, hold. Pause. Everything. I don't have a piece of flannel. Are, does it irritate your skin? Are you anti-flannel? Did like Eddie Vedder do something to you? What What's the anti-flannel <sighs> bias here? I, I can tell you. Growing up in Grass Valley, the f- the kids who wore flannel were like the ag kids. Like maybe you had flannel. What's wrong with that? Well, because there was like a clear, like even the school is built away. It's on a hill. The ag kids are way up high. Like they had their own department, but it's at like the top of the hill, way above the football stadium. Sure. Like there's a like separation of like the ag kids and then everyone else. And, and you I, carry I just, this with you to this day to the I, point that you don't own no, anything don't, flannel. I, I mean, I might have some like flannel pajama pants, but no, I don't have flannel. I am aghast. I I almost rolled in today wearing sweatpants and like uh, a hoodie and like a 
a beanie on. Like this not is one a, of those not days. A single piece, not a lumberjack style, not a black. I've got Nothing. I've got a ton of flannels. I got different colors. I go black and white. They're easy to throw over a shirt, and you just throw a hat on, and it's like, look, I'm wearing buttons. <laughs> I. <laughs> Dude, I don't know is, what it is. This I, is I'm shook now. Holy is, crap! Yeah, yeah. You you've said I'm so your you bougie are, friend. Dude, you I'm are not. you are my bougiest friend, and that that <laughs> sets it. That's the bu- bougiest thing. The bougiest. You're like I don't own flannel because of the ag kids in high school. I, like what? I literally don't. I don't have a single piece. Nirvana of Nirvana didn't like infiltrate I your. Love, Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, your, your cultural Soundgarden sensitivities enough that you were like, yeah, hell yeah, flannel. No, no. I mean, like, look, I holy smokes! I dude. definitely, when I'm not here, I definitely dress down. Like, I'm a big cargo short guy. I I wear, like, I don't know. I, I wear like, uh, Mountain Dew and Dr Pepper T-shirts all summer. Like I, I just don't, I don't wear flannel. Dude, shorts with a t-shirt and a flannel over it at the beach, drinking a coffee on a cold, overcast beach morning, undefeated. Uh, Brett Sawyer in the YouTube chat, YouTube.com/slash/ESPN1320, Twitch.tv/slash/ESPN1320. If you want to jump in the chatty house, Brett Sawyer in the chatty house said we need an insiders insiders flannel with an ESPN1320 patch on the deal on KC site. I totally agree. I could not agree more. I would wear that every single day. Not every day. That's nuts. But I would definitely wear it. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I, well, chances are I, I wouldn't. I'm gonna If I bought you a flannel, you wouldn't wear it. If I was like, here, James, Merry Christmas, have a flannel. I don't know. You'd be like, I don't do that because of the ag kids at Grass Valley High. Well, <laughs> it's Nevada Union, but uh, Grass Valley High. <laughs> huh? That's a good, it's a good name for a- You're like, too bougie for Grass Valley High. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's where the- <laughs> no. I don't know, like, if you don't buy, like, really good flannels, they usually get all wrinkly and funky, and, I, like, I don't wear wrinkly stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know. I Just not a flannel guy. This guy. Right. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you- I just, I, the, the first time I ever saw you in your PBR trucker hat, the first thought in my brain was, like, that guy wears flannel. It, and it, I've been lied to. <laughs> Erroneous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's amazing. All right. Uh, we mentioned in the last segment that the Seattle Seahawks beat the Philadelphia Eagles 20-17 to last night at Lumen Field up in the Pacific Northwest. We'll have plenty of King stuff coming up. James, six quick thoughts, by the way, coming up next segment. And we'll also talk NBA trade deadline because my thoughts on what the Kings should and need to do have changed a little bit in the last couple of days. But let's talk 49ers just real quick. San Francisco, with Philadelphia's loss, is now all by itself in the number one seed in the NFC. All alone. Oh, yeah. After two weeks ago, it was like, man, they need to beat Philly and then get help the rest of the way to get the one seed. Well, they've gotten that help in droves. So with Dallas's loss to Buffalo and Philly's loss to Seattle, the 49ers are now the number one seed, the Cowboys number two, Detroit number three. Here's how easy this is for the Niners. I don't want to say easy the because they have a, a couple of tough games here. But here's the scenarios. They're easy. There's a first one. They win out. They're the number one seed. Right? Yep. That's just been the case. That's easy. But with Philly's loss last night, the 49ers need to go 2-1. and one. It doesn't matter what game they lose and what two games they win. If they win two of their next three, they are the number one seed, no matter what Detroit or Philadelphia or Dallas does. And that's because they have the head-to-head tiebreakers over Dallas and Philly, but if they wind up tied with Detroit, or if there's if Detroit is among the teams tied for her, the number one seed, it then goes to conference record. Okay. The 49ers are 9-1 and one in the NFC. Two of their losses to Cleveland and Cincinnati were both AFC losses. Yeah. The Lions, I think, have the next... Well, the Lions, Eagles, and Cowboys all have three or more losses in the in the conference. In conference. So if the 49ers lose one, even if it's to Washington or, or uh, the Rams, that's who they have the final week of the year, even if they lose one of those two, they're still going to have only two losses in the conference and they'll have that tiebreaker too. 
They're in so, a good spot, Kyle. They're in a very good they're spot. They're in a very good spot. Because, I mean, like, this is what you play for. And, you know, in the play, hasn't Kyle Shanahan never lofted at home in the playoffs? Correct. I believe that's the case. So I'm, They haven't I'm, played that many home playoff games, though. Well, that, but that's what you're hoping. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're hoping that he can get into the playoffs and, and like, have, like, nothing but home, home well, court. That yeah, you don't you have get, to travel. Yeah, you get home field throughout. You get the bye week. To get healthy, yeah, like that could be huge, especially since it sounds like Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead, their statuses are, are both up in the air, and we saw how bad that looked against Arizona. Oh yeah, hey, if they don't play against the Ravens, we'll talk about this later in the week, especially once we know whether they're practicing or whatever their statuses are. Um, <laughs> the Ravens might run for like four hundred yards. <laughs> that it's well, okay, maybe though, because the Ravens don't. I don't think they run up the middle the way that, like, you'd... Like, they're not that dominant. What they are, they're a running team that's based on their quarterback scrambling and getting a bunch Oh, well, yeah, but if you're, doing, if you're doing the zone reads and that handoff is either up the middle or Lamar taking off around the edge because the end crashed, like... If, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I want no part of Dre Greenlaw or Fred Warner seeking me out. Dre Greenlaw specifically. because I don't want to look up and see 57 or 54 running at me at any time during the game. Someone on my in my mentions on Twitter called him Draymond Greenlaw. Oh. And that really made me laugh. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of a dirty player. Um, He likes to hit people. Yeah. A little bit after the whistle sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the body slam after the whistle. <laughs> yeah. Like he's had some moments. Uh, the 49ers, real quick, can also clinch next week if they win, and then Dallas, Philly, and Detroit all lose. Okay. Dallas, I think, has... Dallas has got a tough game. Philly only has... Philly has the Giants next week, I so, believe. Yeah, Philly, Philly, Philly's at home against the Giants next week. So, realistically, they need... Oh, Dallas has the Dolphins. They're in Miami. Ooh. They have one win. They need one win and a Detroit loss, and they clinch. That's all they need on to finish the season. Yeah. No. No. Oh no, you're right. They do need two just to secure. Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, no. hey, hey, look, they're the best 12, team in 11, football. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter. They need more than a win and a Detroit loss for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, that's where they're at. And that's kind of nuts considering where they were going into that Philly game where we were like, hey, even if they beat Philly, Philly's got a soft schedule the rest of the way. It's going to be tough. And now Philly looks like they're in shambles. Yeah, Philly just, Philly's in a tough just spot. flat out fell apart. Yeah, man. I don't, they just, I don't know if Jalen Hurts isn't healthy. I don't know if it's what they, they, they demoted Sean Desai, their defensive coordinator. They had Matt Patricia calling defensive plays last night. Mm. It's Strange goings on in Philly. It's a hot mess. It is, but I still think they could win the Super Bowl. We'll talk about that a little bit later, too. You want to give away a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate right now? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I chose this. I did not consult you. I'm sorry. It's It's a panic move this morning. We're on the same page. Our fast break player of the game. Of course. Demonis Sabonis is your Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game. Uh, Congratulations to him. Uh, the code word's a little different than it normally is when Demonis Sabonis wins it, though, James. Yeah. We're going with Sabonis this week. We're not doing Domas? No, we're not doing Domas. We're switching it up. Okay. You know what we should have done? What's that? Sabby. S-A-B-B-Y. Mm. Because that is what Rase, uh called him last night on Twitter. Dang. Nah, yeah, I messed up. I but messed it's up. okay. Sub- I think we need to make Rasay Sub- the player of the game one Sub- time. Sabonis. Uh, yeah, that's possible. Okay, great. We'll talk about it. She's got to uh, defend like Baby Rain or something. Like the ball's <laughs> got to be like bouncing. Tw- and she has to shield like off, like give yeah. somebody a forearm shimmy and send them over to the row. Yeah. yeah. That would do it for sure. Okay. Uh, so the code word that you're going to enter at ESPN1320.com, there's a Jiffy Lube logo right there. You click on that. Enter the code word Sabonis. S-A-B- O-N-I-S, just Demonis Sabonis, his last name. Sabonis is your keyword. Enter to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. And that is, uh, that's on the table after every single Kings game this season. Thanks to our friends over at Jiffy Lube. All right, we got to go. James, your six quick thoughts coming up next right here on ESPN 1320. Six quick thoughts about the Kings win over the Wizards. Not just your six quick thoughts on anything, because apparently you hate flannel. Random six quick thoughts. All right, we'll be right back. 
You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen, sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2, Sacramento's sports leader. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast celebrate and save at ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys your choice of color starting at just 3.99 ashley sleep mattresses starting at 250 plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like stearns and foster tempur-pedic purple and beauty rest black with 60 month special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm Kyle. That's James. Kings beat the Wizards 143-131. The 49ers got some help last night with the Seahawks beating the Eagles 20-17. Love our Seattle Seahawks. Before we get to James Ham, six quick thoughts on the Kings game last night. I want to remind everybody that Golden Sky 2024 is going to be three big, rowdy days of country music and all the festival fixings you can handle under the sun and stars. Get your crew lined up because ESPN 1320 has your chance to win weekend passes. Just visit ESPN1320.com and fill out the online entry form for a chance to win two weekend passes and qualify to upgrade to two VIP weekend passes. I can nail that. You killed that. Thank you. So, Kyle, I should... The like, wild is riding the wilderness. I do not wear flannel, and I will not listen to country western music at all, ever. <laughs> there you go. Let me dispel some... some that tracks. <laughs> ever. I'm a big old country western guy. Uh, Merle funny. Haggard, Waylon Jennings, um, Chris Christopherson... Okay. Like, I could do probably, like, Alabama when I was a kid. Sure. But that's about it. Who else? Uh, Jamie Johnson is a contemporary artist I really like because he has kind of an older sound. Yeah? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not big into the, like, country pop no, scene. I'm not into yeah. anything country. Right. I will turn the channel. That's fair. Yep. All right. Six quick thoughts brought to you by James Ham. Make sure to subscribe to The King's Beat and become a premium subscriber. Uh, Thekingsbeat.com. Kingsbeat.com or thekingsbeat.com? Uh, either one. Okay. Thekingsbeat.com or kingsbeat.com. All right. Very good. Quick oh. thought number one, James Ham. The bruiser. DeMarcus Cousins played big boy ball with the Wizards front line. Who uh, did? 
DeMontis Sabonis. What did I say? DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins. Cousins. Jesus. Hey, at least you haven't said the wrong radio station. Here we go. Hey. Wow. Hey. <laughs> DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, he was 11 of 16, not 15. Uh, he snuck in a shot somewhere that I missed in my six-week thoughts. Finished with uh, <laughs> 28 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, his 21st double-double of the season, his third triple-double of the season. He is currently third in the league in double-doubles after leading the league last year, but I think he's one behind Anthony Davis, two behind, uh, or maybe him and Anthony Davis are one behind uh, Nikola Jokic at this point. Hmm. Um. 21 double-double sounds like me after the edible hits. Am I right? <laughs> I may have seen that tweet last night. Yeah, I did a tweet. Yeah, I did that. I, I, I workshopped it on the internet first. <laughs> um, I, I want to read um, really quickly the the tweet from Rosay Cal, uh, Caldwell, Rosay uh, Fox. Uh, Although Sabby does this on a nightly basis, I hope we will never take it for granted. I know national media doesn't get it, but we can continue to recognize he's special. That's what she said about Damanis Sabonis. Sure. Spot on. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah, he's really good. And the Wizards stink. They do. And I like that in that spot, he went, hey, they have exactly zero people that can give me any trouble. I'm going to go hang up 28 damn points tonight. That is what I would like to see more of from Damanis Sabonis. Okay. Like I said, I, I don't think he can, he should or, or can be the number two scorer on a title team. But um, on nights like last night, he, uh, he should and can uh, go, go fill it up. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think he can be a really high, like he can be the number three scorer or the number one option, but number three scorer sure. on, on a championship team. Mm -hmm. But I think you do need that, that second player. Yep. Okay. Shot creator, shot maker from different areas of the floor. I just keep waiting for you to ding the bell so I can go to number two. Oh, that's two. my bad. Yep, here we go. Number two. I'm used to these things. It's my like, fault. My I, fault. It's a Pavlovian response here I'm waiting for. Mm -hmm. um, slow start, strong finish. Uh, De'Aaron Fox couldn't buy a three-pointer early. He was 0 for 4 to start the game. But he uh, tore off the tape on his shoulder and went to work. Uh, 10 of 19 from the field, 30 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Kyle, it was too easy. Like, he cruised his way to 30 points, could have easily put up 40-something, just cruised, like, no big deal. This I, got, is, I got 30. This is, I mean, he keeps checking superstar boxes. Yeah. And rolling to just, at 36 and 5, 30.6 uh, assists and 5 boards. Yeah. That is a career night for 99.8% of the players who have ever played in the NBA. It's literally... And he's he's jogging ostensibly to it. That's Kevin Herter's career high. Yeah. Like, if Kevin Herter did that, we would be like, holy smokes, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, everybody. Kevin Herter. Like if, 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 uh, yeah. That's just not a thing a lot of players can do on any night. The fact he's doing it night in and night out, and the fact he did it last night, and it was, like, just a quiet 30. Yeah. Where it's... I, I He's... Good as hell, man. It at was some an point, easy thirty, man. It was an easy thirty. At some point, he'll he'll get, you know, discussed nationally. But I mean, ultimately, a uh, banner goes up whether they're talking about Johnny ESPN or not. Yeah. But uh, everybody I know outside of this market who actually watches basketball knows. Yeah, they I mean, know. They know what time it is for De'Aaron Fox. There's and there's a couple of crazy stats too. This is his tenth game of the season over thirty points. Only one of those games, oh no, two, is he a negative in the plus-minus category. Man, see? So it's not like he's doing this just while they're they're getting like smacked around by somebody. Like, he's uh, he's rolling. He's got 14 games over 28 points. And he's, he's only played 19 games. Man. Yeah. He's good. More than half of his games this season, he has 30 points or more. Yeah. Dang. Quality. Good quality, player. Quality good, player. Good, good little player. Yep. Um, Num oh, my bad. Number three. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. My bad. Number 40. Uh, no 47 needed. Uh, Keegan you Murray. can tell. Pause real quick. You can tell you're a writer because you read that as number 47. Yeah. 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 No dot 
number is how you say like yep. in, in written copy. <laughs> in, in writing in yeah. writing world. Right. No uh, 47 needed. Yeah, he didn't need to set a new career high in scoring, but he was efficient in his minutes. Uh, he knocked down 4-7 from 3 for 25 points to go with uh, 4 system 5 rebounds. He's starting to find other ways to impact the game, which is a good thing for the Sacramento Kings. It felt like for a long time this year, we would talk about Keegan Murray. We'd be like, man, he had a great night scoring. Or, hey, he didn't score, but he found ways to impact the game in other ways. The next step is doing both. Yeah. And last night he did both. I, I totally agree. Yep. So, yeah, he's uh, he's figuring it out. He's Again, he's over 16 points a game, and I haven't looked at his three-point shooting but I'm going to guess that it's uh, it's above 36% at this point, which is so, 36.7. Are I know, you kidding I know, me? I know he's lit up the Jazz and the, the Wizards, but this is what I say. I talk about this with the 49ers a lot earlier in, in the year, is you have to beat the hell out of bad teams. And in, in basketball, you have to play really well against bad teams that just don't have guys who can guard you. Yeah. And seeing Keegan last night in a game like that, not going, oh, we're winning by a bunch. I'm just going to take a back seat. Going, hey, nobody on this team can guard me. I'm going to get my shots up. I'm going to get 25. I'm going to go grab some rebounds. I'm going to dish out some assists. That's that's where I don't care about the level of competition. Like that is that is a great night for a good player. Yeah, he even had a post up, which has been like a weird thing with Mike Brown lately, mm-hmm. where Mike Brown didn't know that Keegan Murray was like an excellent post up player in college. He was like 90, it's either 99, 98, and 97 percentile amongst all college players Jeez. in post-ups during his sophomore year. And the Kings haven't used him as a post-up player at all. And then he had a post-up against Jordan Poole, which uh, the Kings kept figuring out a way to post up somebody against one of these smaller guards, whether it was Jones or whether it was Poole. Mm-hmm. They just kept doing it. Like that was I, the coaching job last night. Like, there was no answer for yep. what the Kings were, were doing. Kick the hell out of a bad team. Number four. Uh, interesting stat line. Harrison hmm. Barnes uh, had a second straight quality scoring night, boasting 19 points on 8 of 11 shooting, uh, including a pair of three-point shots. On the downside, he failed to grab a rebound or dish out an assist in 33 minutes of action. You almost have Bro. to try to do that, Kyle. That, Bro. Like... I don't know what to say. He's a fifth option. All right. I don't give a damn what he shot. Like, that's nice. You'd rather have Harrison Barnes score 19 points on 8 of 11 than than two points on one of six. Mm-hmm. 100%. On the other hand, <laughs> the best version of the Kings is one where Harrison maybe has 10 points and pulls down seven boards and has a couple assists. Yeah. Like, that's... that's I, I So, I don't want to... I don't know. They they won. They're winning. Harrison Barnes is not is not holding them back at some point. Mm-hmm. But I think last night is a microcosm of the reason that Harrison Barnes has been at the forefront of so many Kings discussions this year. Yeah, it's like, dude, to like the eight of eleven is gr- like really awesome. I'm de- I'm dead serious. I'm not being facetious. Four boards. Can I get four? And he played 34 minutes. like 34 minutes! So Manny the Mannequin, he's a mannequin the Kings have that sits in the corner of the practice facility. Yeah. They they put him out on the court and they tell the team, he will, just standing underneath the basket, will get like 10 rebounds per game. Like, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't move. He's a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Just with his arms up, the ball will land and hit him 10 times a game. Like, that's all you have to do. He had the same amount of boards as Harrison Barnes last night. Uh, he did. I, I also had the same amount of rebounds as oh, Harrison hey, congr- Barnes. And you know what? Congratulations to everybody listening. You had the same number of rebounds as Harrison Barnes last night. My buttons aren't working. That makes me really upset. I was going to do a whole thing. I am a winner. I, I don't I don't even know if that... Really? I will, I will not be slept on no more, Kyle. See, that might be because I... James hit the wrong buttons in here. I got to be honest. Uh, no, I don't. I'm going to try something else right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, you keep talking, and I will figure out why nothing is working. Let's just hope that we're on the air. You know. Oh, no, we de- we're definitely on the air. That I can That I can tell. All right. Uh, it's just none of the things that I need to click are working. All right. None of the fancy uh, fingers, stuff. Hey, fingers crossed when we go to break, it works. You know? Yeah. All right? Okay. okay. 
I can't I can't ding you at a number five, so ding. Oh wow. Five. Solid night. Malik Monk didn't have to have one of his signature games, but the Kings didn't need it. Uh six man a year candidate scored ten points on three of six from long range, added six assists. Wow, that happened. That's so funny. Every single button I just clicked trying to click buttons just all fired at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to have to go figure out what's playing and what's not. You keep going, Malik Monk. That's amazing. Malik Monk, um, I, I, I think it's interesting. Malik Monk is up to a career-high 5.2 assists per game. He's at 2.3 turnovers per game, but the 5.2 assists are wild for a guy who comes off the bench and is a scoring, like a big-time scoring option. So mm-hmm. he's so good in the pick-and-roll, and... You know, the the crazy thing about this Kings team right now is that they have three elite playmakers in Sabonis, Fox, and, yeah. and Monk. Um, on the season, Monk has 16 games of five assists or more. 16 out of 25. And and again, this is your, your six man who's supposed to be the lightning rod scoring option. So, hey, if stuff. I told you that Malik Monk was never going to score more than 10 points again this season, but he was going to have six or more assists every single night, would you take it? Mm. I guarantee you a minimum six assists. Yeah, probably. But he's going to give you no more than 10. In fact, you know what? I will give you 10. Okay. He's going to have minimum 10. He's going to have 10 every night and a minimum of six assists, but he'll never have more than 10. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty good if he's setting everybody up yeah. and running that second unit. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I do think you need him to be good offensively and score. There are nights where he needs to score. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, you're hoping that you can you can continue to get this type of product, uh, productivity out of him. Yeah, I think it's just been a, like, figuring out how best to be effective on a on a night in night out basis for him mm-hmm. is a skill like that's not something every player ever figures out and that there are nights where he goes hey i need to shoot it a bunch and i need to go score 20 and then there's nights like last night where he goes yeah hey i've got 10 but i'm gonna dish out six assists and i'm gonna facilitate and that's what that's what it's gonna be tonight that's a skill that recognizing what the team needs in a in a specific spot like matters yeah so, I think the fact that he's not out there just gunning for 20-plus every night is is huge. Well, that, and I think the the other wrinkle I'll throw in here in this conversation, Kyle, is that this is a player who is in a contract here. Straight up, he's in a contract here. So, like, I know that the assist totals, they matter. Like, when it comes, he's trying to show that he can be an all-around player. Mm -hmm. But at the NBA level, you get paid for scoring. That's it. And so for him to be unselfish in a contract here is pretty impressive. Yeah, I, so, I'm, I am totally with you. Two feet in, all bought in. He might be trying to show people that he can run a team. That might be what he's trying to do. I, like, I'm a number one option. I mean, maybe, option. maybe, but I think he's trying to win. Yeah. Like, to me, that's this is the, I don't... He's just out there having, hooping. Having somebody, right, having somebody who will facilitate uh, the second unit and go hoop and go make the right basketball play mm-hmm. matters so much more than having a guy who's putting up 20 a night. Yes. And again, when that, when it comes to contract time, that, that may not ultimately help his cause, but I think he's looking at this and figuring out how can I contribute to winning, and he's doing it. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. That's big time. Um, I want to do my bit one more time. Hey, if you're listening to this or watching on YouTube, listening on the radio or the free Odyssey app, maybe watching on Twitch, uh, congratulations to you. You had the exact same amount of rebounds and assists as Harrison Barnes last night. That's big time for everybody involved. Give yourself a big round of applause. That's what I was trying to do earlier when my buttons didn't work. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that your buttons are back. Number six. Uh, number six. <laughs> Crash the glass. Uh, Sasha Vizinkov is he continues to show more. And uh, the one thing that we're finding out is that he can he can really rebound. So he had a modest eight points in the game, but he also had a career-best seven rebounds. And he played 12 minutes, Kyle. Mm-hmm. 12 minutes to Sasha, seven rebounds. And some of those rebounds were big-time rebounds. Yeah, dude. Like he was mixing it up Gets amongst up at the, the trees. trees. Yeah, and yeah, see that? How to babe. Yeah. 
If we were both wearing flannel, we'd be like this. Oh, dude. Just yes. simpatico. <laughs> yeah, I, it, so, I've said this before. I'll say it again. He's an NBA player, man. Like, yeah. What he's what his specific role is on a title team, I, I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. It's probably just this, though. Like 12 minutes, and he's going to knock down some threes, and some nights he's going to be scorching hot, and you're going to give him 18 minutes. And some nights you're going to be down a couple guys, and he's going to play 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be in the right spot. He's going to make the right play. Is he the most athletic guy? Is he the best defender? Is he the best offensive player? No. But the dude belongs in the NBA. Yes. And when you go out and in 12 minutes uh, finish second on the team in rebounds and add a couple of steals, like that's <laughs> yeah. what a good player does, man. I totally agree. Every every team would love to have a player like that. I think it's interesting, no JaVale McGee last night. So, I mean, they're they're using more Is and more it, of Trey Lyles as a small ball. Was it no JaVale McGee last night because of Trey Lyles or no JaVale McGee last night because Washington doesn't have a... That might be it. ...giant center yeah. that... Behind Daniel Gafford. ...have some minutes with. He's good, though. I, I kind of like Daniel Gafford. Yeah? Yeah, he came into the league, he was a twig, um, like super, super skinny... And he's done a really good job of of uh, like filling out and mm-hmm. becoming a like a really quality NBA player. It, it reminds me of Mitchell Robinson a little bit how he's filled out as well. Um, a lot of times, skinny guys like that, you know, Willie Cauley Stein tried for years to to get sort of to add weight and stuff, and he started to later uh, in his time with the Kings. But um, I like Gafford. Yeah. Speaking of Mitchell Robinson. Do you know how many offensive rebounds per game he is pulling down? I'm going to guess 4.6. 5.3. He's pulling down more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds. Oh, he's going full Carl Landry. Dude, 5.3 offensive boards, 5 defensive boards. Clint Capella also 5 a game. Jeez. Carl Landry always averaged, always double figure. I mean, uh, way more offensive rebounds than defensive rebounds. Man. Yeah. I like Carl Landry. He's a good dude. Yeah, good player. A yeah. solid NBA player. Uh, I'm going to do a quick thought, if that's okay with you. Yeah, let's do if it. If I can. All right. Number six and a half. I love that the Kings didn't die after the first quarter last night. Okay. When I was watching the first quarter and the Wizards get up by a couple possessions and they keep hitting shots and the Kings aren't hitting shots and they finish the first quarter down 31-27, Sacramento does. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I we've seen this movie. Like we've seen this team not not have a great great first quarter and then just kind of roll over. Yeah. And then they're down 10 at the half and then they're midway through the third down 15 and they let go of the rope. Mm-hmm. That last night and we talked about this in our in our keys of the game. Even if they were down at the end of the first quarter, you wanted to see them go dominate the rest of the game because they could. Yep. And they did that last night and I I was again they were down after the first and I'm sitting there and I'm going going I don't dude I don't know what I'm going to say tomorrow if they lose. I I gotta I'm gonna figure something out because I did not I did not plan for this at all. And then they just went and dominated the next three quarters. Yeah, I thought they played so poorly in the first quarter, and the fact that they were I think they were down one after the first quarter. I think it was four. Was it four? Thirty-one twenty-seven. I think. Okay. I might have that wrong. The fact that that's where yeah, you were though, where they they weren't getting like, um, that Washington wasn't really pulling away. Mm-hmm. I just never really feared Washington. It did not feel like they had they had the ability to maintain what they were doing, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that that like like that is not a scary team at all. It was thirty one twenty seven. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they just um, like I said, I was watching the first quarter. I'm like, man, I feel like we've seen this a bunch of times. But Washington's really bad. So fingers crossed. And then they go win the next quarter by what fourteen? Won the next one by eleven. It was over. Yeah. They scored 46 in the third. 46 points in the third. Is that two nights in a row where they've gone like well over 40 in the third quarter? Two games in a row. 85 points between the second and third quarter is nuts, dude. Yeah. That's so many points. Well, like, look, I I think one of the, they scored 44 against Utah in the second, in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. I, I think the, um, if we look at the run of the Golden State Warriors, like sort of the hallmark of the Warriors has been 
that they stomp people in the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. You third, think that you're okay yeah. going into halftime, you get out of halftime, mm-hmm. and they just slap you around, and you're like, you don't know what hit you. Uh, that's, 41 against OKC the game before Utah, by Isn't the way, that the crazy? I, I just looked at the same thing. 41, and Ooh. like you're, you're seeing like where... <laughs> We're going to skip the Clippers game. It doesn't fit our narrative. Hang on. Yeah. 44 against Brooklyn in the third quarter. Yeah. Let's see. Phoenix. I they outscored Phoenix 33-12 to 12 in the third quarter down in the desert. So what we're saying is that they are a third quarter team. They're becoming a third quarter team. Yeah, that's pretty Make that crazy. adjustment after halftime. And that's kind of why we haven't really seen all that much of fourth quarter Fox. Well, actually, I think Fox is still leading the league in fourth quarter scoring. But he doesn't have any clutch points because the Kings are blowing everybody out and there aren't any clutch moments. Is De'Aaron Fox doing all his work early in games because he's afraid of choking in fourth quarters now? We'll talk about it next. <laughs> joking. That's a joke. It's a joke. It's he stuff. looks and he's like, uh, I think a regression is coming in the fourth quarter. What we're going to do is there's Christmas treats outside, James. Christmas treats? Yeah, dude. So someone brought bagels. We just got another message that somebody brought Christmas cookies. Oh, wow. It's like a party going. It also looks like they're clearing out all the like the cool promotional stuff and just handing it out to everybody. Okay, and, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and beeline it over there and see if we can get some cool stuff. Kyle, I got you. You go run and see if you can get any cool stuff. I'll hold on okay. the fort. Okay, I, but see, I also have to... Mm. Okay, it's fine. Uh, we're going to break. I'm going to bounce and see if I can get some cool goodies. We're going to talk about King's Trade stuff because... For me, what they need at the trade deadline is different now than it was a few days ago. We will talk about that. And we'll talk about what teams can win the Super Bowl, and we'll take a look at the standings and see where the Kings are in relation to um, the teams ahead of them, teams behind them. And we have somebody on the line that we will talk to on the other side as well. Excellent. All right. All that coming up in the second hour. Tons to get to. Don't go anywhere. We're on ESPN 1320, Sacramento Sports Leader. You're listening to The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Sponsored by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320 and 98.5 HD2. Sacramento's sports leader. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 